Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, AfterBuzzers? We are so excited to be here tonight. Obviously, in the light of everything with the coronavirus, we were hoping to be covering the ACM Awards live in Las Vegas today. But if you're not, we are still here to cover the ACM Awards. Awards. It was AC and Presents Our Country, and I am joined with, I'm so excited for this freaking panel, I'm not going to lie, y'all, because it, and I can say y'all, because it's the Country Music Awards, <laughs> makes me so happy, but I am joined with Miss Allie Nastis. She is a country lover to the extreme, but also she covered the ACMs last year, so I'm totally going to be asking you all these questions about what happened last year, and then we have the lovely and fabulous Matt Marr. He's from Southern Oklahoma and grew up singing country music too what's up and you got the grand Ole opry behind you you are ready I, to go it's because my apartment is a mess <laughs> so we had so the grand Ole opry is not, it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> oh and i'm this cruise i'm so excited i'm from kentucky so i clearly grew up on country music um i have a shirt i wish i was wearing it tonight it says ola y'all and i feel like it's <laughs> the epitome of me the latin spice and the southern spice so we got it going love it <laughs> well guys what did you all think because we literally just hopped off watching it to hop on here yeah i honestly i feel like it gave me just a sense of love and mm. like i felt like i was getting just so much love from that like the country music group like I don't know I just felt happy and I was smiling the Mm -hmm. whole time and it gave me it made me feel like I was like in the room with like friends and I haven't felt that for a while obviously and I just kind of missed that feeling and I feel like it filled that like happiness and void that like having to let go right now being in quarantine Mm -hmm. what about you Matt it was again. I was literally you took the words I'm out. It felt like I was seeing old friends, mm-hmm. and it also it just you know I've been finding myself like whether different artists whether it's you know like Rufus Wainwright who's not country mm-hmm. but I mean like there's people that are doing uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber hello hashtag I'm gay um, but uh, it's these people that are doing these songs and I yeah. those have kind of been my moment of peace in the day. Cause I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I'm doing pretty good, but some days we get a little anxious. We we have a drink at two. We have a drink at two p.m. sometimes, and it's fine. I'm switching between water and wine, y'all. This is oh my my gosh, wait, guys. (laughs) I have I have whiskey and my echinacea tea, and so oh yes, oh does that work? I'm gonna have to try that. Yes, it helps. Yes, yes, exactly. Recipes afterwards. So yes, it was like it just was a two hour. It was two hours of chill. It was just two hours of Zen. So I loved it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Absolutely. I loved it so much. And like um, my roommate and I were actually watching it on the couch earlier. And like, we both love country music, obviously, but it is, a, it's weird. Cause it's almost like the great equalizer, right? Like the way that everything, the way that we're consuming things, like we always put our celebrities on like such a like pedestal. We love them. We adore them. Like we turn to them and now like we're turning to them to like have a friend, but also seeing them just like us, like they're on the couches with us and like in their comfy clothes and like doing everything. So it kind of just makes it feel more like we're all in this together. Like they kept saying throughout the entire night. Yeah, that was like I, the theme. I know. Have a drink every time they say that, and you'll be yeah. real happy at the end. Of this. Oh, I did. I was I very did. like, we should have played that game. <laughs> I feel like also like my whole my whole family is a huge fan of country music, and like all my best friends. And I've been a stage coach multiple times, and I felt mm-hmm. like maybe that's why I felt so loved, and like I felt like I was I was with them. Yeah. And it's because it just fills that void of feeling alone. I just felt like it really made me feel so happy, and like I was a part of something. 
Yeah, I did too. And it was just, um, I know that this is not the, the singular show that's been doing this. I know that they also did like iHeartRadio a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So I'm really glad that they still kept like the date that they originally had planned and did this. But um, I figure we just go through like our favorite um, performers of the evening. We can even touch base on like who was actually nominated for the awards. And we clearly have a little surprise from Matt later on. Um, some throwback photos that we're all going to enjoy. So um, who was your all's favorite performer of the night other than Gail Leslie leading this whole thing? <laughs> um, I... So, okay, we'll talk about this later, but clearly I love Shania Twain because I'm a very big Shania yes. Twain fan. But I have to say, I'm like, can John Legend do anything wrong? I'm not sick no. of him yet. I think he's the sexiest man. And um, I, I love him. I love Chrissy Teigen. I love their whole brand. I love mm. their holiday special. And he, you know, I heard, um, you know, I've, I, I, I heard he was going to do something with, uh, I'm Blake, with Kane Brown. but. Oh man, that was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was so great. And the way the song started and then like John Legend was like singing kind of higher and Kane Brown was like, cause he has that like, mm. that voice that makes you kind of giggle in parts of yourself <laughs> and that low register. Sorry y'all, I've been the drinking. voice the right there. The breeze just going, God, man. And so anyway, but he's like the octave lower. And so it just was so beautiful and it was just, it was such a, it was a, and also what a cool moment, honestly, mm. as I think about this stuff, because yes, I'm white, my partner though, he is black and he was watching this and he's from the South and I love the diversity, racial mm. diversity that is beginning mm. to be included in country music. And I was watching this thinking, this is a big freaking moment that two black men are singing a country song Absolutely. at the ACMs. That's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, it has only been like Darius Rucker for a long time, being like the singular like he did everything. Bless him, he did. And then now, like I love, I love that you brought up the point. And also that song. This was their first time performing it live. You can only get it on Apple Music right now because I went to Spotify and they were like, "Sorry, we do not have it yet." I was like, mm. but um, yeah, it was a beautiful song. And like obviously, if you guys watch The Voice you know, John Legend's house very well. So that iconic little corner with all of his awards just gleaming in the background. <laughs> I know, I have to agree with you, Matt. Like I have one other fave of the night, but that one kind of shook me in a way where I'm like, yeah. this is amazing because I love Kane Brown. Like I think his music, mm -hmm. I obviously love John Legend, who doesn't. But seeing them together in this song, I'm like, first of all, need this song, need to listen to it on repeat for weeks on end. Yes. But I think it also accentuated Kane Brown's talents. Like yes. obviously I knew he was talented. I knew he's an amazing artist. I love every single song he's put out. But this kind of hearing him, just him, no band, I was like, wow, he yeah. is amazing. And this is only the start of his career. Like he's mm -hmm. like, we are just getting introduced to him. And I think that this was kind of like a great thing for fans to see like, whoa, he's even better than I could have imagined. And that's how I felt after watching that. Like, whoa, his voice is phenomenal. You know who else I love too was Brad Paisley and Darius Rucker. Oh my gosh, that's who I was going to oh. say was my favorite. So good, like that, like honestly was what I was hoping for. And I didn't even yeah. know I was hoping for it. Right. It was just like him being relaxed at his home, like his beautiful wife filming it. And then him sitting on the front porch in South Carolina. Like, I just felt like we got two different, very different parts of the South, like very relaxed. And then the mix between Mud on the Tires and Wagon Wheel. Mm-hmm. Like Wagon so Wheel, like I went to the SEC schools. So obviously Wagon Wheel was like Classic. one of our like drinking songs and our go out songs. So when it played, I was just like. <sighs> it does give you, and that's something that I loved about this entire setup is that I was mm. singing along to everything. Like, mm -hmm. yes. and like I, for some reason had subtitles on in the songs that I didn't know words to. I was singing along even if I didn't know the words, like I was just having a ball, but I loved them together. And mm -hmm. to see them kind of do this back and forth was amazing. Um, and I also just think it's amazing to think about all the people that were at home having to try to figure out like, okay, we need this many angles to be able mm -hmm. to make it look a little bit variated. And I thought it was phenomenal, but I just love Darius Rucker, huge Hootie and the Blowfish fan. Like anytime yes. he's on 
he's just lights up the camera like he's just freaking amazing obviously brad paisley too but having them sing together was pretty special and you know who else i loved i loved brandy carlisle mm-hmm. like yeah. she was just in her element like even with an attitude piano was yeah. flawless um who else i love i loved blake shelton and gwen stefani because that to me was just like Chilling by the campfire, I could see that they were probably on the verge of like, you have one more hot toddy and you're good to go. <laughs> yeah. But it was just, and you could see the chemistry, the voices blended beautifully. And to be from two completely different genres mm-hmm. and to figure out how to like balance a song like that, I thought was amazing. But I also loved, what did you guys think of the song Choices from Everybody? I personally loved them because I think it was a good mix of like new and old kind Mm -hmm. of like blending that nostalgia and I think that's kind of what we all are kind of like we need that nostalgia right now because it makes us feel comfortable it makes us feel at home and I think that's what they did really great because they added some new ones like Thomas Rhett oh my gosh his new song let's not forget about that because be a light right now is the lyrics of that song are phenomenal and they actually have a song out now with like a bunch of artists but I think the new and the old is what made it feel so good because you were able to sing along but then also listen um so he was entertainer of the year nomination too yeah yeah why don't we hit on that too because we obviously like have some incredible people listed for the entertainment of the year before we move on I have to say Kelsey Ballerini her new album has just come out I don't know if you guys have been listening I haven't heard her yet really Mm -hmm. So she sang Homecoming Queen um, yes. on special, yeah. but she has a brand new album out. It is so good. Every single song is just amazing. And like what I love about her songwriting is it's so personal and it's mm. so personal to where you can relate. So if you haven't listened to her album yet, I suggest go go listen to it now because it's amazing. You give me Kelsey Ballerini vibes, Allie. Thanks. I love her. <laughs> I think she's, she's amazing. I love she's her. She's great. Well, so um, obviously we did, before we go into the awards that will be still happening, obviously we we don't know when we're coming out of this. We're hoping sooner rather than later, but we want to do it in the right time for everybody. So to make sure that they are still going to have it and within like a time frame that we think we're going to be okay, they push it all the way to September. So it is still happening. September 16th is now the rescheduled date. So guys, I'll see you all in Vegas on September 16th. Yes. Um, but they will be doing um, the show and obviously Keith Urban will be hosting still but um, the people that are nominated for Entertainer of the Year and we'll spread out the awards throughout the show um, this is the big one is Carrie Underwood which we have to talk about her in a second yeah Eric Church Luke Bryan oh and him with the beanie on too I know adorable stop it I can't I love you come on marry me Luke Bryan, which his house kind of looks like a hotel. I was like, is he in a very fancy okay. like Ritz hotel? Later on, can we talk? Can we just have a segment of of houses? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Let okay. me do these That's last two and then we'll open the houses because okay. I feel like we have to touch everything. Uh, Luke Combs, and which I loved his new song that he dedicated to his fiance. I thought that was beautiful. And I felt like it. he was singing directly to me. I was like, coffee in the morning wine at night I like this um and then Thomas Rhett obviously which love him and congratulations on birthday and new baby for him like wham bam thank you man he's having a good year he's having a great year even in quarantine I mean mean, he gets to spend time with his family like we have to see the silver lining and things right exactly exactly okay so Matt I'm gonna let you take over with the houses I mean I feel bad about my life choices (laughs) y'all <laughs> because I'm hiding my apartment on a Zoom background and Miranda Lambert is listening to an actual spring by her freaking house. Um when uh, she said that I was like that sounds phenomenal. And I, I know you're in quarantine quarantine in like that area, right? Right. It was beautiful. I loved uh I loved it, it I think that what I loved about that this gave such an intimacy to mm. this whole evening. And um, it just, it reminded me, honestly, I went to school in Texas for music. And so it reminded me of when we would like, we would go to, you know, I went to college parties, my college parties, I went to a very big music school in North Texas. And it was a very, like, it's a good music school. A lot of the like, Nora Jones went to my music, like a Mm. lot of good people. And so our parties, our college parties would, we would get drunk and kind of sit around the couch and somebody would grab a guitar and then people would just start singing. And so it was that very, 
the best thing ever. <laughs> it was great. But I also think, I think a lot of people have that in their own families. Like somebody mm. always plays guitar. Somebody yeah. is, whether it's country music, whether it's Latin music, whether it's R&B, like I think we all can relate to just, and that's happening even more. And so I love the intimacy of it. So seeing in their homes, definitely, I feel like Miranda Lambert won with this like beautiful stream and then her hot husband fishing in the pond. But I also, what did you, um, what did you think of, I did love, um, who was in South Carolina? It was- um, Darius Rucker. That would look so, there was like fog. Yeah. It was, it's raining it was like a, a little bit. I think he was like- Yeah, South Carolina. Oh. Yeah. Um, Charleston, South Carolina. Is- yeah, Charleston, South Carolina. And then um, there was the one, oh, with um, Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton, Oklahoma. which- I'm not name dropping, but my cousin because hunts with Blake Shelton, so he's been there, and I was jealous because I saw it, and I was like, "Well, this is beautiful." I mean, because look, Claire had hanging like hand, hanging out at the shed. Clearly, I dipped into too much wine before I hopped on here, guys. Um, and then you've got the bonfire, and then the beautiful like you could see the house lit up in the back, and I was like, "Oh." Yes, I was thinking that too. I'm like, this is gorgeous. This is amazing. Can I like have Architectural Digest hop on over to their house <laughs> after this is over? Because I need to see it. Yeah. Yes. 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 Um, yes. I, Carrie Underwood's home. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh come on. I was like looking at. The, I was like trying to like look at the details in the back of the couch, like. <laughs> and I love that she sat there. That song, like with her laptop playing, set up an iPhone and just yeah, let me sing. Yeah, I think if anything, it just proved the talents of these people. Yes, 100%. Just their natural charisma for being a performer. Like I'm I feel proud like- of my, Proud of my Oklahoma brethren. I was proud to be an Okie tonight. Yeah. But no, but I love it. Carrie Underwood did it in such a way of like, like Carrie Underwood is country, but she's also kind of like this, she's, she sings like drink em songs and cheating me and all those songs. But there's also like a- um, almost like a class that yeah. makes me sound yeah. so country when I say it. she's classy but she was like she had this yeah. beautiful home that looked like restoration hardware yes, and then she's was. drinking this like big like just bought big glass of Merlot on a I chilly like, I April. need a glass of red wine now I, like, know, I want to be Carrie Underwood when I grow up like that's like her hair and makeup was flawless like effortlessly flawless like it yeah. looked like I know. she I wonder if she did it herself I don't know because it looked like she did it herself like it was an easy enough look that it didn't look like she had to have makeup artists but it also looked good enough that she could have had a makeup artist yeah so I was like well, she just seriously blows my mind because I've seen her perform before mm-hmm. I've never seen anybody put on a show like she has like Mm. I mean I could say that every every artist I think has their own category like you can't put them against each other but Carrie Underwood and her own being of who she is she is a phenomenal performer and like I feel like you can when you're just you're just captivated when you're watching her you can't stop and I feel Mm -hmm. like that's just an ode to who she probably is as a person like obviously none of us Mm. know her personally but I think that like you kind of got that in this like you just want to be your best friend. Like she's just amazing. And she's got this like amazing, just ode of confidence and poise. And I don't know. I just think that with just seeing her sit on her couch and sing and like knowing her as a performer, she's just phenomenal. I just, she can yeah. sing anything. She's and to proud. think that she started on American Idol. I know. I was I know. sitting there watching that. I was like, wait, you I remember start, like, watching that season. Oh, I do she too. Curly hair, American. Yeah. Remember the curly yes. hair? And the yes. Walmart t-shirt. I'm sorry, y'all, because I had that t-shirt. So I'm not going to like, I'm not saying anything bad. Like it was that no. hot pink Walmart t-shirt that had, and she had the lace camisole underneath that you could see the lace underneath. And then the tight acid wash jeans. Those yeah. were the good old days for fashion. Those were the look. That was a look. It was a look. She's come a long way. She is stunning. Um, not that she wasn't thin, but like, glow up yes that way um who else did i love like apartment uh, apartments none of them are in an apartment it's cool to see <laughs> studios there was um keith urban Brady, did his studio keith urban was i love it when this talk just talking about personal life i don't know why but i always giggle when keith urban's like da 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 and when he calls nicole kim and nick nick I'm yeah like, <laughs> i love it it's like it's like somebody married to meryl streep oh meryl and i'm like <laughs> you know or like daniel day lewis oh DDL. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, like, oh, no big so deal. Casual. I'm like, fine. 
Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Yeah. I know. The two Aussies together. Oh, love and, it. Um, a Gail King song looked beautiful. Yeah. She had it. I was, it was like, colorful. It was so funny because I literally looked over at my boyfriend and I was like, I feel like this is a set. Like, this looks amazing. A theme per room. Every room had a theme. There was a lemon theme. There was a home theme. It was so like, gorgeous. Amazing. But also, I love Gail. No one come from me. I love Gail. But I also felt like I was on a, like, reading rainbow. Like, thank you, Keith. You did do a great job. Now, moving on to Lady Antebellum. And I was like, Oh, this is our narration for the evening. <laughs> I have to say, it was the most stiff I've ever seen Dale, Gale, yes. Gale King. <laughs> Dale right. King is the country version of Oprah's best friend. I'm Dale King. <laughs> um, Gale, she was, it was, it was kind of robotic and mm. she's never like that. It just was the most stiff I've ever seen her. I'm wondering if it's because you, we obviously don't have anything to play off of. And I feel like Hard. she probably just had her phone and had like, like notes and was like okay thanks guys and then just like went through everything so I'll give it grace but I was very much like mm, after school special very much that's a good way to put it yeah good way to put it. but um you know who else I love to um Lady Antebellum mm, um, yes with their performance yes. and the, they the sounded little gorgeous. boys they sounded amazing <laughs> oh but the children. kids yes. stole the show so cute. Charles Kelly's son Ward. Apparently, his name is Ward, according I to. I love Gail. that name. I very so leave sweet, it to be very, very southern name too. But he had his shirt that said "We Are Family" on it. But I love, I love that, that he had to keep holding his son back because all he wanted to do was go for the. I touch the thing, turn it off, and his little glasses. <laughs> so cute. So then, adorable. Who was it? Dave Haywood's son was in the back with his headphones, and you could keep seeing him like poke his little head up, and then by the end of it, he was just going. Yeah, he was like making noises. Sorry, it was adorable. I mean, that's what makes it feel like we are, you know, in their homes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Very much. Well, let's hop on over to another award. We've got male artist of the year and female artist of the year. So, male artist of the year, we've got Chris Stapleton, Mm -hmm. Dirk Bentley, Keith Urban, of course. They did great. Luke Combs Uh and Thomas Rhett. Luke, Keith, and Thomas are killing it so far. Yeah. Um, and female artist of the year, Carrie Underwood, obviously. Um, Casey Musgraves, which Wearing I wish we would have seen her tonight. I'm Wearing actually, my shirt. Yes, I love her. Love her too. And her photo on this website, if you guys go to acmcountry.com, you can see where all the nominations are for yourself. Um, but she has a very share, like 70s look in this she photo. Does. And I love it. Um, Kelsey Ballerini, Marin Morris. Oh, I love. I love Marin. I Morris. love Marin. Obsessed with her just, and Miranda like, Lambert. Yeah, I just, I just love. I Miranda love. Lambert's new album is pretty freaking fantastic too. I know it had okay, been a hot minute. I'd been a hot minute of like listening to Miranda, and I went, "Damn, I forgot just what a good songwriter she is." Yeah, she, just, she, she is just, so good. She's a powerhouse. Now, I want to ask y'all of yeah. the male artist of the year and the female artist of the year, who do you think would have won? Or who do you well, think is going to win happening. in September? Yeah. Who do you think is going to win? Honestly, I think it's going to be Luke Combs for the same. Yeah, Luke Combs mm-hmm. had a phenomenal year. He 100%. had an amazing year. Every single song that he came out with and wrote. I mean, obviously, like they came out like not one of them is like not a bop, and that you like sing every single yeah. word to, yeah. and everybody knows them. And then he was like at the Grand Old Opry a bunch. He op- like he just had such a great year. I really think that it's it's his year for this award um but I also just wanted to talk about him for a second because yeah like his like yeah I just love him like I just I, think oh he had the best music, room he had yeah. like the oh, most um, yeah. his room I was, was like gorgeous. looking at all of the awards in the yeah. background yeah you know what I love about him too though is he's so personable and he looks yeah. personable like yeah. not gonna lie like he's still a very handsome man but he's not your typical like country like guy that you see that's like prim and proper and chiseled and has got the white t-shirt and like whatever he is the epitome of what a lot of guys are in the south like he looks like my stepbrothers and my friends that I would talk to yeah he looks just like my friends my family exactly so that's what I love so much about him is that like he's still 100% authentically like him Mm -hmm. he's not changing to fit within like 
in I a just box. Love his music. Oh. But also too, it's like hard because Thomas Rhett had a good year too. Mm-hmm. Like they both, I mean, all, but that's the thing is like every single person in that category has had a good year. Like I yeah. love it to be two of the newbie, newbie-ers. If yeah. you, make, you know what I mean? Like if, if we were to, to separate them between like the people that, you know, have been there for a while and the newbies, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be Luke Combs. Cause I think, I think Thomas Rhett had a good year, but Luke Combs is the newest. And I okay, think so he has a lot of traction right Nominated now. for Entertainer of the Year. So do you think that either of them will sweep both the Entertainer of the Year and Male Artists of the Year? Or do you think that someone else will get Entertainer of the Year? You know, Entertainer of the Year is, is hard because they mm-hmm. often on that, they either, they'll either go with somebody like, well, first of all, it's very rarely, rarely goes to a woman. Um, I would love Carrie Underwood. I would but. say, but they'll either go kind of, which she has one of before, but they either will go kind of old school. Yeah. Like and do the people like Carrie Underwood or the Luke Bryans. Or Keith Urban. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who, or they kind of, yeah. Or they kind of take it a totally different direction and do pick like a Luke Combs or Thomas Rhett. I don't think Thomas Rhett would be in the running. My, and I don't think Eric Church. So I think it's whittled down to the three of Carrie, Luke, and I would love to see Luke win both. Like we could obviously like see, I mean, it's not uncommon for certain people to sweep. It's not, it's rare, but it's not uncommon. Like he could easily win both. I think, but I think if you think about it, like entertainer, if we're thinking about like, what kind of show did they put on? Mm -hmm. That it's going to be Carrie because she dances. She's got like, um, outfit changes, you know what I mean? She's running across the stage. And I know that I didn't get to go this year, but my sister and my mom went. So I watched all their Instagram stories and they were like, so you were basically there. So I was basically there. Yeah. And she's just, I mean, she's just phenomenal. But I don't know. It's just such a toss up because everybody is so talented. And in those categories, like, who's to say, like, you know, I mean, it's like it can be one vote over who wins. You know what I mean? Like, you never know. Yeah. Random question too is before we move on to female artists of the year because I want to hear your thoughts on that too. But do we think that the tabulation is already done and we're just waiting to present them, or do you think that this time frame between now and September will influence who? I mean, obviously the nominees will not change, but do you think that like if Carrie wasn't in, like winner, do you think if she came out with music during quarantine or after that it could push her up? What do you guys That's think? A good question. I think they probably already have it done. I feel like they probably do have it done. Yeah. That's a good question. You know, because that would, I mean, I would be really interested to see because so many people are trying to be creative while they're in this time, like what music could come from this, you know? I could see them coming up with like a new category that's mm, like okay. who did something or whatever in this time. Because if you think about it in a planning sense of who, like the PR people and the planners yeah, and coordinate this event these results were probably done months ago and it was mm-hmm. just like they found out a month ago they couldn't or a couple weeks ago so like everything was already set up and ready to go so I think that yeah. that is probably set in stone but if they do a category that has to do with this time in quarantine maybe they would do that I think I that think, would be really cool I think it also too it'll be cool to see in September I think a lot of these artists are going to have new albums yeah. probably way <laughs> earlier because so they're just at home Yeah, and what do they do when they're at home right. and they can't, they're, they're writing music. And so yeah. I think, you know, depending on where they are, whenever they come out of quarantine, you know, they could have some new music up pretty quickly. So yeah. that's, I mean, you don't even have to be in the same room with people to make an album. Yeah. So no. I mean, wait, go so, ahead, Ali. No, I was just thinking, just because we're talking about like writing music and like them being on tour and everything I'm like just thinking randomly and this has nothing to do with what we're talking about but like if you think about it too if you think of the silver lining how amazing for them to like be with their families right now which mm-hmm. could even cultivate more music because they're experiencing their kids growing up a lot of them have young yeah. children like they're getting to be in the room with them and like see the like see adventure through the kids eyes who aren't mm-hmm. experiencing this as a weird time they're experiencing it as a time to be with their their parents that are usually on the road for four to five days out of the week because I think or months listen, at a time or months yeah or yeah. months at a time so I feel like that if coming from that place I can see them as writers really seeing that and utilizing mm-hmm. this as as a great time to really 
work on their art but I'm just thinking about like yeah. how cool too because also never in like their careers did they think there was like a reason for them to have to like slow down for a sec you know it's true and not to throw a, a wrench in like the genre but I have heard and I haven't listened to it yet but I've heard that Justin Bieber has also come out with like four new EPs within just the time frame of us being in this isolation so like I can only imagine yeah. what type of music is going to come out Seriously. of this time. And it might be a new wave of music, guys. Like, we really could be hearing some new stuff because a lot of stuff has been sounding, like, in, in different genres, very generic or, like, within a mode. What if mm-hmm. a new mode comes out of this? Like, a new sound right. and a That's new wave awesome. and, like, new new yeah. writers, new songwriters, everything. But yeah. um, well, to go also- back to... Sorry, really quick, because I did see a couple of the country singers and like songwriters have been releasing songs that never were able to like, for instance, um, uh, Walker Hayes, he had written a song for Jake Owens. And Mm. basically, the obvious the song just didn't make the album. So just went into the ether of nowhere archives yeah and so, mm-hmm. and so now like they're bringing out these songs on instagram and releasing them as like here for like your pleasure so that's what's kind of cool too is there's that's all awesome. these songs that were just scratched and now they're being brought back to life which is so cool mm-hmm. i'm excited to see what comes of it and like um before we move on to well i mean i guess we can move on now to female artists of the year yeah. um so the nominees were carrie uh, Casey, Kelsey, Marin, and Miranda. What are you guys' thoughts? I kind of feel Marin. I feel like she's had an all-star year and mm. like her, all of her songs just kind of were, I, I just like, I heard them constantly on the radio and constantly were the ones that I was choosing to listen to, but that's me personally. I love all of those women a hundred percent, but I think Marin is a little bit of, like she's the newer artist so if mm-hmm. we're talking about that like we were talking about the men like I feel like if we're going to give one person a reason to shine it'd be her it'd be Marin because I just feel like she was an all-star this year what about you Matt oh you got me think I mean again it kind of goes with what they think and that like man that Miranda Lambert album is so good mm-hmm. and Carrie had such an amazing year I don't think it's going to go to Casey because she kind of swept <sighs> everything last year at she the did. ACMs and the Grammys I know um, but it was a good year still it, it was a good year still and she had a great tour um but I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna I, I gotta agree with Marin I think it's gonna be Marin Morris I do what do you think I'll give it to Marin too. I think Kelsey, like obviously you said her new album, like maybe it'll be her year next year, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm leaning more towards Marin. I was going to say Casey though, to be honest, but like since she swept last year, I could see where they would be like, okay, well you won last year. You can't win this year, but Stranger Things have happened. Oh, I'm excited what she's going to write in this quarantine. Yeah. Like, mm. Oh my gosh, Casey. I, she's so good. Did I you also, go ahead. See the Christmas special that she did? Yes, I loved. I just love her, and I love the music. I loved her. I loved John Legend. I loved it, and I'm her. And I don't know if they're going to. I'm a very big chicks fan, so I'm very excited about the Dixie Chicks album in May. But I'm wondering, like, are they still going to put it out now? Wait, wait, what? Are they still going to put it out now, or are they going to delay it? I feel like they they can't. I hope they do. They They have teased. Did you guys have you listened to Gaslighter? Yes. Uh, I was literally about to pull it up on my Spotify. Done. Yes. Yeah. Guys, all day. I all don't day. even know. What, all I heard was Dixie, and I was like, y'all, brain y'all, shut If you're down. listening to this on the podcast, Allie just lost her shit. I <laughs> love Dixie Chicks. So, like, I need this album now. We all it need this album. It came out of nowhere. It came out, it came out, out of nowhere. You so, know what? I'm psychic, because I'm not kidding you. <laughs> the week... I found out about it. the week they announced it. It was like on Monday. And I just went, we just need a Dixie Chips album. I, chips. I just said Dixie Chips because I'm a little <laughs> drunk. I said a Dixie Chicks album. And then like three days later, they like popped a teaser. That's all I'm saying. I just made it about me. But <laughs> very excited. Also, you lost your this. arm for a second. Oh, it's true. I did lose my I just, arm. I love them so much. And I, I just, I cannot wait for this album. But Poor Adrian Pastar. He apparently is a jerk. <laughs> that's what Gaslighter's about it's about Adrian Pazdar from Heroes well, there you go I mean you heard it here first y'all sorry I'm drinking you tea literally y'all and you're spilling, spilling it. the tea I am 
Also, duo of the year. Obviously, we're the best trio, so we should be nominated for this regardless, yeah. but I digress. Dan so got- and Shay, before you even say it. What did you say? Dan and Shay, before you even say it. Probably okay. Dan and Shay, yeah. But, okay, say. but I want to hear the nominees. I just, I, okay. there. The nominees are Brooks and Dunn, which... I mean, I um, love Brooks and Dunn, but that picture literally like, is 20 years old. <laughs> Osborne. It's literally, like, I was five when that came out, and they haven't changed it since, and we know they don't look like that no more. No, they don't. No. Um, Brothers Osborne, Dan and Shay, obviously, Allie. Um, Florida Georgia Line, which I loved oh, the performance. Oh, I love Florida Georgia Line. Also, yeah. that was a large crowd to be quarantined with. Yes. I was saying, are we supposed to be limited to 10? I feel like there are more people there too. (laughs) Um, And then uh, Maddie and Tay, which I love. Oh, Maddie and Tay are so great too. I'll I'll give it to either Maddie and Tay or Dan and Shay. It's going to be Dan and Shay, 100%. Because they just, I mean, they are another one where like every song they came out with this year was just fire mm-hmm. and like they yeah. had that new song with justin bieber Ten Thousand hours yeah. which was just amazing mm-hmm. yeah like i just think it's gonna be them and they deserve it too because they've been working their butts off for a really long time and i think that like their their light is finally like full on and i'm just so excited for them yeah well we might as well keep going y'all yeah uh group of the year you want to take a guess before i go through Allie? old dominion Oh, well, they're on there, yes. Yeah. Um, Lady Antebellum, oh. A Little Big Town, which I love. They sounded phenomenal. Yeah. They sounded boring. phenomenal. Oh, my God. They sounded so good. That was like, that was acapellic dreams. It like, was. I know that they obviously had music, but like, if you tripped the music of it, I would be like, done. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of shows lately. Pitch Perfect, American Idol, ACM, clearly a lot of music. Uh, Midland, Old Dominion. Oh, and I love Midland. Women. I love, I love Midland. I have to say, but I yeah. think, I think it should be the High Women, just because we haven't had like, except for like, it's really honestly since the Dixie Chicks. I don't feel like we've we've had duos, and some trios, but like four women, such amazing. And what I love about them is that their own they do their own separate things, but yet they come together. And yeah. this is like we haven't had this since like what was it? It was like Loretta Lynn and Crystal Gale and Dolly Parton. They had group like that's what I love about Brandy Carlisle. Like she celebrated so much of uh, like Tanya Tucker last year, and we talked about her a lot. And she produced that album with that, which is if you haven't listened to that Tanya Tucker album, it's one of the best albums I've heard in like ten years. So listen to that. But I just, we haven't had this gathering of women. And I really feel like country music is, you know, what it was interesting because when I grew up in high school and college, like I grew up in, graduated high school in 97. So for me, women were such a big part of country music in the 90s and the mm-hmm. early 2000s. And then they really faded away. And it's really, and a lot of people like Casey Musgrave say that's because of uh, on radio, they just don't play women a lot. But mm-hmm. I don't, not here to debate that. But I am saying that they've kind of, I feel like there is this resurgence of women in country music mm-hmm. coming back, and I'm here mm-hmm. for it. Yes. I mean, Runaway June is a great example for that. I love yeah. their music. I just yeah, need, I need more. I want more of their music. That's true. Yeah. So I'm going to skip over the new um, artist just for a second, just because I want to hit the other big ones first, if we run out of time. Um, album of the year is going to be um, nominated is Centerpoint Road, Thomas Rhett, Girl, yeah. Maren Morris, Heartache Medication, John Party. I'm saying his last name wrong, I believe. Um, what You See Is What You Get, Luke Combs, and then Wild Card, Marin Lambert. That one's so, so tough. But I yes. feel like it's going to be Luke Combs. Like, I, and my initial reaction was Marin Morris. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Luke Combs, because I think Thomas Rhett won a bunch last year. And Luke Combs, this is kind of, it's more fresh for awards this year. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's, I feel like Luke Combs is going to probably sweep a bunch. But also, I don't know, because it's so tough. Like, they're all so amazing. But I'm just mm-hmm. thinking. How do you judge it, too? Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's a good question. If anybody knows, let us know. Like, yeah, I would I, love to know what the like, judges are taking into consideration. You, because obviously, like a lot of awards have like a committee, or you get to vote. But like, well, and who, also like the ACM voter panel. Well, yeah, and like 
I know Marin Morris and I know her songs, but I'm like album of the year. I just realized I've never sat down and listened to the album, like beginning in to the end. entirety. Mm-hmm. And I have done that with Luke Combs and I have done that with wild card. And I have to say, that's what actually made me be like, Oh, this is a really good album for Miranda yeah. Lambert is that it really feels like there's a continuity in mm-hmm. that when you listen to all of the album and mm-hmm. I get that same from Luke Combs. So I have to listen to, I have to listen to her album, um, Mayor Morris. I need to listen to it all the way through just to see. Well, based off that criteria, then I would definitely say probably Thomas Red as well, because is like center point. Just confused us. And like, it's about him and his wife and his kids. Yeah. So I don't know, but it's like, it's such a toss up because how do you pick the best out of such a phenomenal So we can take artist? John out then, I guess. But I, but that's the thing. John Party's album this year was amazing. Mm. I listened to it from start to finish and it is. Like, I wonder if there's ever a time where they just sweep to sweep. Like that is a really cool idea when people do get to sweep and they have yeah. so many awards within a night. So I'm wondering if Luke is going to take like. Yeah, I don't know, but it, that's the thing. Is like it's such a toss up. Like when you start hearing the names down the list, you're like, wait, them, no them, no them. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you don't. How do you tell? Guys, we could go on for days because there's a ton. There's a ton. We don't have to go through all of yeah. them. Yeah, awards. I know. But, I I just looked at the clock and like, wait, I could oh, talk. We're about still the going. <laughs> well, um, I think we'll leave it at that for the awards. But I do before we run off of here because we have like a few more minutes left. But I don't want us to feel rushed. Um. I want to talk to Matt and put the spotlight on you and the Grendel Opry. Hello. And hello. And uh, your picture that okay. I'm hoping we're going to be able to share. I think our producer, okay. Bree, is going to be able to share the photo. We're going to try. Um, yeah. Give us the backstory, Matt. Okay. So I did love Shania Twain's background, by the way. I love, can we talk about, first of all, <laughs> it was so Vegas. And that horse was like, it's my time, bitch. Love me. Just love me pet me i need to be loved and shania was the best she could at one point that horse literally yeah literally stole the bitch's light he literally stole her light this is a shady shady horse this goes to her voice i was like oh she loves her she loves the singing this horse is like i'm gonna get my light there was one part that she went like it was like a little squeal or something and the horse jumped it was like girl not ready not ready just pet me wait a second give me a care but, um, give me a care so so i love that though and so um you know i love that shania's kind of made this kind of comeback and she's dealt with so much with lyme disease and stuff like that mm-hmm. but with um so i'm a very big shania twain fan like in high school and college I was obsessed with her and so much so that I won a contest on country music television as Shania Twain's biggest fan. And so and the way I won that is I, they wanted me to send in a video and I told the story about the night that I got to sing on stage with Shania Twain. And so it's a very long story. I won't tell the whole story, but long story short, my father surprised me in Oklahoma city with fourth row tickets. And so I cut uh, I got a sign. I put, I heart you. And I cut a hole in the heart and I stuck the sign around my head. I think there's some pictures. If you can see the pictures, uh, there's a picture where you can see it. And so I just was showing Shania my sign. But then in the middle of the concert, Shania said, do you want to come up and show everybody your sign? And I was like, what? And my stepmother, Brenda was like, Matt, get up there, go on. And she pushed me up there and I got up there. And then I'll never forget like, and I was like, so it looks like, you know, you're been singing along. Do you know all my songs? And I was like, yes, everyone. And she said, well, do you want to sing a song with me? And I said, yes, sure. And she had no idea. Like my undergraduate degrees in opera. I grew up singing country music in Oklahoma my whole life. Not that I'm the best singer in the world, but like I'm comfortable singing on stage. So like I was nervous, but then the music started and I was like back in my Chevy Cavalier driving up I-35, you know, yeah, just me back. yes. And so it was this uh, love gets me every time. And you know, it's like, and that fiddles go, she goes, ow. Well, she looked over at me to do the ow, but she didn't know. I looked right back at her and I was like, ow. And then I hear Shania go off mic and go, holy shit. And so anyway, she starts singing love gets the first verse of love gets me every time. And then she puts the microphone up to me 
and I can't hear anything because I don't have a monitor. And I just start singing and all of a sudden the crowd erupts and everybody stands up and I just see flashes all in front of my face and Shania Twain's mouth drops because I'm just belting my little gay heart out. And so she ended up letting me sing like the whole song with her. It's, it was like one of the, it was one of the best nights of my life. And it kills me that nobody had freaking iPhones then. So none of yeah. it's on video. It was 1998, bitches. I'm old. And so, <laughs> no, we had to flip this, phones. This story is like amazing. This is epic. So anyway. This is the best story I've ever heard. Well, thank you. I told that story and that got me country music television, put me on as Shania. And so they flew me to Shania Twain's hometown and I got to interview her school teacher. I got what? to go into the house she grew up with. This whole story has to do with Afterbus, though. You don't get it. Okay. Okay. So I was going around and I was interviewing. You can find, I'll post it on social media, y'all. You can find, it was a show called Devoted. And they did like a little like 10 minute segment with each fan. But it was just me and a field producer and a guy with sound. And she was like, okay, we're going to go see. This is Shania Twain's McDonald's she worked at. We're going to put you in the McDonald's shirt and put you back there. And just kind of, this is what I want you to talk about. She gave me some bullet points. Just talk to the camera like you're, it was your friend. Y'all, it was hosting. I was literally planning on moving to New York to do theater. And I did that Shania Twain thing and that hosting gig. And I realized I love talking to the camera and being a host. And it is the reason I live in LA doing hosting because of Shania Twain. Oh my gosh. That's why Shania Twain. That Shania watches this. I feel like we should send her this link so that you guys can be reunited. And And be like, bitch, I'm feeding my horse. Oh, that's amazing, Matt. That story is epic. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm so if we can't show the pictures, follow me at the Matt Mar and I'll tweet them out. But anyway, yeah. Oh but the pictures are freaking phenomenal. I'm just like I'm just like imagining being back there. First of all, I was a twink. Who knew? I looked so young. But, oh, I love yeah. it so much. Like, listen, that's like every fan's dream. Literally. And the fact that you delivered when you were up on stage too. Cause like a lot of people could get up there and be like, ah, I don't know yeah. and then that's a, like, no, this is my time. But it wasn't, it was like the, that's the beauty of music and going back mm-hmm. why I thought this was such a great event is that whether you are in one of the worst places in your life or one of the best places in your life, mm-hmm. when you really for lack of a better word, pun intended, when you tune in to music, and I mean like in like a, whatever you believe in, in a spiritual sense, in a physical sense, if you Mm. just, but when you go to that place, it lifts you, it lifts your spirit and you, you are the nervousness or the fear or wherever you are in your life, you're lifted from that. And that's what I loved about this whole event. It was just two hours of being kind of lifted from our circumstances Mm. and reminded of the joy that we can have just from watching other people sing a beautiful song. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. 100%. And um, we also had the tribute at the end. We almost forgot about that. Oh, yes. <sighs> How did you guys feel about that? I was like almost to tears. It's just I know. so sad. It I mean, was, yeah, it was that, a big deal. I'm really glad they shared that performance with Lionel Richie because it was just so powerful. And like, they're just like the talent on that stage just watching it I'm like they're not even like like they're not even really trying their voices are just that powerful yeah absolutely they're both just so amazing I'm just really glad they shared that if you haven't seen it's the only time I've ever seen Dolly Dolly Parton start to cry if you haven't heard Dolly Parton talk about Kenny on her Instagram it's a really beautiful tribute Mm -hmm. it was Kenny was hard for because again when I grew up in the 80s like Kenny Rogers is me driving in my in my dad's F one fifty work work truck, listening to the game. Like when I was a little kid, and hearing all that. So like when I think of like when I think of country music, I think of like of the old school. I think of Kenny Rogers, George Strait. Like those are the kind of like mm-hmm. icons I think of. And so it was just and again. Ironically enough, you know, Kenny Rogers often, he was a very, a lot of people don't know, he was such a prolific songwriter, Mm -hmm. um, but he was also a fantastic photographer, like amazing photographer. And again, people just said he was the really, just one of the sweetest men, uh, humans to work with. So Mm -hmm. I think we're going to see an even bigger tribute in September, which in a way will be great because they're going to have more time to prepare for things. Mm -hmm. Um, And I definitely hope Dolly's involved. Yeah. And this was just so raw. You know what I mean? Like he passed away yeah. on March 20th 
And, you know, this is very like short notice. I'm sure a lot of them started filming like at least before, a, week, yeah. a week before, if not earlier than that. Like this was not just thrown together. Like I'm sure that the moment that they knew this was canceled, this was put into the work. So yeah. um, I thought that that was beautiful. And then not to end on a sad note, but what did you guys think of the throwbacks that they had throughout the performance? Like Carrie Underwood with Steven Tyler. Um, who else did we had? Um, oh, I wrote them down too. We had Steven Tyler. Mm-hmm. We had um, we had Shania Twain in 1998. Yes. Um, uh, Backstreet Boys in Florida Georgia Line was yes, epic. that yeah. was epic. Um, it, I, I love those. I think that didn't make me sad as much as it reminded me. Just like it just reminded me to, of looking. It made me more excited about this award yeah. show, and I was already pretty excited already, y'all. I didn't think it was sad at all. I was like, yeah, I get to reminisce. Hey, yeah, it was great. I think this special, this special was awesome. I'm really glad they put it together for us, like viewers at home, just needing something positive. And I feel like this Mm -hmm. kind of gave us that like little bit of light that we might've needed um, to start off our week. Absolutely. Well, guys, I'm so glad that we still got to do this. This is like an epic panel. I'm like, can we just do this every week? Can we figure out something to talk about and do like a fun little panel? Um, But do you guys have any last thoughts that you want to share with everybody before we hop off? I'm just Vegas, baby. We'll see you there. We're so excited (laughs) to be there. I'm going to play a Wonder Woman machine and listen to some country music and hopefully We'll we won't drink before the red carpet, though. We promise y'all. <laughs> the day before or the day the after party. The after, yeah. after, the after, 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 yeah. We'll be prim and proper. Listen, I'm getting <laughs> hair and makeup done. I'm going all out. We're doing the whole shebang here. Love it. What about you, Allie? Any last thoughts before we hop uh, off? No, I'm just ready to go listen to Miranda Lambert's album because I haven't yet. And I'm excited. And, and finish your wine. Yeah, and finish my wine. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly like priorities here though right (laughs) exactly well guys where can everybody find you all on social media hey guys ali you can find me on instagram at ali girl and you can find me at the matt mar two t's two r's on twitter and instagram Guys, thank you so much for joining us. My name is Candice Cruz. You can find me on all my social media at Candice R. Cruz. Make sure that you like, subscribe, and comment um, to all of this video. Comment below. Hit us up on our social media. Let us know what your thoughts are. Let us know who your choices are for all the awards that we mentioned. You can go find all of that online. And then um, make sure to continue following After Buzz for all of your latest after shows. We are all clearly binging everything while we're in quarantine. And there are after shows to boot for everything. So we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.